1: Welcome to the show, feeling good with Duddy, that's me, Let's let's
2: go. (laughs) <laughs> we're back in the bunker they said it couldn't be done the most electrifying intro ever but I, we're in the bunker we're losing our minds because it's been a long day i'll explain and then i'll announce Duddy. he's fucking fried but we're this is gonna be the greatest episode ever i promise so it's late Duddy's gonna be out of town this this weekend which for you guys listening is last weekend okay and so we realize we're not going to have time to do a Wednesday show or a Monday show. So, Duddy and I came in after work. Duddy's been rehearsing with Dirty Heads all day. I've been cutting hair all day. We're here late night at the Thank bunker, you. putting together a quick show so that you guys can listen to it today. Please heap us with praise. Oh, that's what we're looking for. Such hard workers. <laughs> Duddy, let's announce you, bud. We're okay, let's announce here. me? Yeah, let's announce you together. One, okay. two three Johnny that's weird that's okay super weird.
1: that's right we are back and you heard it or did you i don't know i was paying attention to anthony did you tell him i'm going to nashville i told him you're going <laughs> to nashville <dude. laughs> i think i think yeah, yeah I uh, uh, that's right i'm going to nashville uh to get some of these songs me and rome have written um recorded and to start writing some more we got an album idea we want to put together. We're super excited about it. So that's fun. This is the Dutty Rome
2: project. This is the Roman Duddy. Roman Duddy. Yes. Oh, yeah. The fucking... Roman Duddy. Yes. Roman Duddy. But yeah, yeah, no. It's the (laughs) Roman Duddy project that, fuck, you guys were on tour when the coronal times hit.
1: That is correct. Now we are going to
2: be in studio.
1: In studio. I'm I'm really excited, actually, to, one, like, get out and do something, you know, being locked down so much. But um, I'm really excited to get some of these songs we've written recorded because I think people are going to really enjoy them.
2: Hell yeah, dude. So uh, you heard it here first. Um, Yeah, Roman Duddy coming back. That's right. So shit, here's what's going on. So Duddy logged uh, an, uh, an interview with the boys in Catastro. And he did that via Zoom. So we have that for you guys today. But um, we wanted to have, you know, an up-to-date episode as well. So Duddy and I said, let's come into the bunker. Let's answer some Q&A. Duddy actually today has a This Song Sucks. That's right. I'm coming in here just all positive. Oh. I'm like, let's just heap praise on it. And Duddy's all, no, I have someone that needs to be taken out. Well, and then it's in that case, then sucks. you're
1: not allowed to
2: chime in during oh, it. Oh, come on, man. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I hate everything. So um, fucking <laughs> let's get into it, dude, Duddy. All right, this song
1: is... The lyrics are pretty funny, man. And um, everybody knows the song. I'm sure this song sold... 1,000 times more than any song I've ever written. I'm sure this song is so much bigger than anything I've ever done. But that being said, that's okay. And I'm sure that so many people have had so much fun dancing to this song. I'm going to play a quick little part of it, and everyone's going to go, Ah, that song. It's not about that. It's just about, like, do... I gotta just read these lyrics for you, though, okay? And this is—I is... didn't even know
2: what song this was. Duddy's like, "I gotta, this song sucks," and he goes, "It's by whoever he's about to announce." <laughs> and I said, "Say no more. I don't know any of his songs, but I'm in." Yeah, you do. I know who he is. Uh, okay. <laughs> this song sucks, doo
1: This man is named Pitbull, and this song is "Give Me Everything." <laughs>
2: All right. You know I, the song. Yeah, I absolutely you know the know song. That song. I don't need to okay, go I do in know further. Songs. Um, I know one other pimple song. Like I said,
1: humongous song. I as always, zero facts, zero research has been done. But I'm going to go ahead and guess that was a number 1 hit for oh, a long time. Yeah.
2: If there's a number better than 1, it was that. Yes. 1200 for times every, over, every time. For every day. Yeah. Right. It's um, still at number 1, bro.
1: Okay, let me just read
2: you this first little line. So it's a it's a lyric issue it's a lyric issue that's that's what i'm saying it's a lyric issue and you're saying hey everyone loves to dance to it so do i fine but when you dig in all right i'm with you on this let's hear these i can't (laughs) fucking wait i have no idea what it starts off with me not working hard
1: me not working hard question mark me not working hard yeah right picture that with a kodak or better yet go to times square
2: take a picture of me with a kodak Wait, wait, what? Because it feels like that was... Wait, well, yeah, I guess it's better yet because, hey, even better, you're, you're in having Times a vacation here. So, so wait, give me one more, one more thing. Time. Me not working hard? <laughs> he starts his song with a question. Oh, the audacity. Me not working... Like someone walked by and said, you don't work hard. He's all, I'm writing a fucking song. Me not working hard? Okay, so me not working hard? Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me. With a Kodak. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same fucking Wait a minute. Wait, what the fuck? I what? love the first part, right? Me not working hard? I don't think so, sir. Picture that with a Kodak. Co- you know, I get that. That works yeah. for me. I don't think those were the exact lyrics. but it was, general, call- it, was a, it was pretty much it. Not today, my good sir. Yeah, with a Kodak. But, uh, and th- but then Kodak again? Yeah, yeah. Picture that
1: with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square, take a picture of me with a Kodak.
2: Why is he in Times Square? Oh, doesn't he always do? I'm dissecting. I'm trying. Does he do the the Happy New Year shit a lot? What's I the deal? No Why idea. is he Mr. Times Square? Does he live there? I wouldn't be surprised. What the fuck? Anyway, does um, it get worse? Let's keep it, going. It's just uh,
1: what gets amazing to me uh, from here on out is how many times he says a certain word. Okay, I'll get I to love that. that. Like, like, it's still like, and then it's took my life from negative to positive. Just want okay. y'all to know that. And tonight, let's enjoy life. Pitbull, Nayer, Neo. That's right, because this, this is with other people. This is a collab. Is
2: Neo on the track. Nayer and Neo. Neo.
1: So uh, tonight, I want all of you tonight. Give me everything tonight. For all we know, we might not get tomorrow. Let's do it tonight. And then the best the, don't care what they say. All the games they play, nothing is enough till they handle love.
2: Get it, Duddy.
1: Let's do Til it. Till they t- handle til love. Till they handle love. Which give like, me that whole sequence again. Don't care what they say. All the games they play, nothing is enough till they handle love.
2: What the fuck does that have to do Let's with do working hard? Let's do it tonight. C- okay.
1: I want you tonight. I want you to stay I want you tonight. Is this the can 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 can? Yeah, I think that's that part. Yeah. Fine, fine
2: con- can- 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 yeah, so
1: I think I was singing it to the wrong part whatever. This is whatever, the 24 yeah, hour thing.
2: fucking anthem. But, Okay, I think
1: we're at like 10 tonight's but and then it goes <laughs> This is great.
2: Oh, so you're adding up the tonight's.
1: Grab oh, someone sexy, tell them, "Hey, give me everything tonight. Give me everything tonight." Give me
2: everything tonight. Hold it right there. Give me everything tonight. Four times. Four tonights, but hold it right there. Start from the top of that again, because we have a Me Too moment. Uh, Grab someone sexy, tell them hey. Stop it right there. (laughs) Because I heard the world explode when someone talked about grabbing things. (laughs) And then what does it say after that Pitbull is a Me Too? We're hearing it.
1: Grab someone sexy, tell them hey.
2: Hey, all aggressive and just (laughs) someone sexy. Hey, grab them. Okay, Pitbull, we're just doing what Pitbull told us to do in the tonight's. (laughs) Is the song called tonight? It's gotta be called tonight. How dare you fucking call it
1: anything. Oh,
2: and I'm you and I don't. Barely. Okay. I'm gonna
1: and now yep. I feel like an asshole because I don't even know like how to sing the rest of it. I just some reading these lyrics, so I'm probably gonna say some weird shit. But,
2: <laughs> just okay, read it the, flat, bro. The next, horrifying. the
1: next verse, I think, is a verse says, "Take advantage of tonight, because tomorrow I'm also doing bad." Cool. Take advantage. Of
2: me too. Okay. So wait,
1: let's let's before that first line, the first the following. Or the, the four lines before that were, give me everything tonight, give me everything tonight, give me everything tonight, wow. give me everything tonight. And then Aggressive. it said, and then the starting of the next verse was, take advantage of tonight. The, just tonight a, again. He, and then, because tomorrow I'm to also doing day. bad. Because tomorrow I'm also doing bad. What? what? Uh, perform for a princess, but tonight I can make you my queen. And make love to you endless. This is insane the way... The name grown. Wait, no, no, no! What? Like I said, I don't. I it probably if you
2: do it in With the cadence the it's supposed
1: to be in. So, but okay, so guys like another
2: said. sample of this. Can we get a little tiny sample of the of the song? Because I thought I yeah, there's something from. I love this song. What a song! I, here. Okay. I was right. So this is some other... This is a lady friend. Yeah. This is... Gonna... Yeah. All right, a Oh, here comes the... Here it comes! Here it comes! Let's hear this part. That's the part. I mean, that's... The, okay, I'll tell you what that okay, is. Yeah. Just listen to the beat. Okay, hit stop. That is every fucking drone footage video on YouTube. <laughs> that's what that is, right? I'm a travel blogger and I'm in Thailand and I'm jumping off a cliff and there goes a (laughs) It's so unbearable. I'm living van life and the it's like, is there just endless piles of just free that music online yes. so people are like, I'm up travel blogger. Totally. And so I get
1: it. When you listen so to that, it's dope. like, okay, this is like a dance asshole. song. But this is like you're supposed to dance. So yes, yes. no one's really listening dance. to these lyrics. I would no take, one's listening to these fucking no, lyrics. No, dude. I
2: would take advantage of the entire night to that song over and over again, endlessly. I would grab the night, and I wouldn't even ask if the night is into it, and I would take full advantage of the night. Okay, so yeah. Pit bull, dude. Um, is he the guy so who's talking about? So we did Kodaks? a count. How
1: many counts? How many tonight's? 44. So he says tonight
2: forty. Tonight is said forty-four times That's in this a great song. Great word. It's and a, then I mean, people because you know why people are in the club and they're all oh, you're right, dude. It, tonight and then they're throwing back. You know that yeah. of course you know that. I, yeah. It's so I guess this you. is.
1: I really. I guess just really. This first. This first verse. Me Say not working hard. Dude, cause- yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me with a Kodak.
2: Dang, dude. That's so funny. It's becoming dope. I don't- so, I don't know. I think no. I just
1: backtracked myself on this one. But <laughs> you get it. You get it. And, and look, at I'm saying, look, at he says tonight 44 times. We have a song that the, the entire chorus says... Medusa.
2: Oh, that's Medusa. Sh- I'd sh- love sh- to know how many times sh- we sh- say that. They're probably like, sh- sh- you said Medusa 45 times. Sh- Medusa. And oh, almost drone footage music. No, oh, it okay. could be. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, <laughs> because I kind of just half asked that this song sucks. I, I loved it. Okay, thanks. I think any chance to make fun of Pitbull because true. he's one of those guys where it's like, what is he kind of, I mean, what is Pitbull? What is he? He's a producer. Is he that? Is he like the DJ Cali guy? Doing another one? I don't know. One? I
1: don't think that Pitbull like is a producer. He
2: is I think he's like Pit an he's like Bull. an he's an
1: entertainer.
2: Uh, entertainer. I okay. think he's like a hype guy entertainer dude. He's Flavor Flav but better cuz he's not Flavor Flav. <laughs> I don't know who's better to be honest. I'd probably <laughs> prefer flavor. I flavor. leave it up to you. All right. Well, dude, you know, Pitbull, it's just fun. He's big. That song is weird. I mean, weird. He's, he's bigger than we'll ever fun. be. Yeah.
1: It is. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah. And while we're making fun of just the name Pitbull, just no, I've said it before on the it. show, no more MMA fighters can be called Pitbull anymore. It's done. There's too many of them. Find any other dog, go to the feline race, choose a reptile, Pitbull as an MMA nickname. It's done. I will not root for you. Okay. Anyway, it's not, I I, it is what it is, what it is. It is. Yeah. but
1: I agree with you. Pitbull has been overdone because yeah. <laughs> here's the deal, man. You come up or you, you, first of all, you can't come up with your own nickname. Someone's got to come up with your nickname. So if someone comes up to you and is like, yo, you're like a Pitbull. I'm going to call you Pitbull. i should be like, nope. But then one day someone's going to come up to you and they're going to have some name for you like, yo, you're like from everywhere, bro. Like you've been all around like I'm going to call you the mutt and it just feels right. And, and when you get your nickname, does that
2: feel good, Jake? That feels great. And Mutt is a fucking great nickname. That's a great fucking nickname. Everyone on earth would root for you no yeah. matter what. He's the Mutt, dude. He's, all, he's been from all over. It would absolutely feel good, Duddy. I saw what you did there. Yeah, thanks. But it was actually an also an awesome nickname. Thanks, man. Double banger, Double dude. Double bangs. That's um, I,
1: So uh, speaking of feeling good on this show, we have some sponsors that make us feel great. And first and foremost, Koi CBD. Uh, such an amazing company an amazing sponsor we love this product i use it every morning jake knows the routine i got the 1500 milligram bottle it's got the spray capper on it i just i unload until my mouth is full i hold it in there 20 seconds drop that and then i grab the inhaler thousand milli <laughs> That's it, running out. That's he what really it sounds it like when it, it runs like out. CBD. I really enjoy it, and then I feel better all day. But no, but seriously, if you are someone who takes uh, a lot of pain you know, pills because you got achy bones and joints, give CBD a try. I think you're going to love the effects, and it's much healthier for you. So go to KoiCBD.com and put in code DUDDYB at checkout, and you will get 20% off your first order. That's right. Well,
2: bam, you did it.
1: We did it. And also... Um, jack racks this is a rad product it is uh it's a key holder for your home or wherever your office your studio whatever it is um it's this really cool little uh it's and it's small it's not bulky um and it it resembles like a head of a guitar amp and they have like a Marshall one they have a Fender one and each one comes with four keychains and you put your keys on it and it and the keychain is a quarter inch cable the head of a quarter inch cable that you would plug into a guitar or into an amp and then you just plug your quarter inch cable in at the end of the day your keys are hanging off and then when you're ready to go you unplug it's actually really cool and what's funny about this thing is i already had one before i met these guys i've had one for like two years my wife got me one for father's day and it's awesome so go to pluginskeychains.com and that's plugins with a Z. Uh, the plugins has a Z at the end of it, and then keychains.com. Plugins keychains.com, and uh, put in code DuddyB at checkout, and you get 20% off every order. Boom! Wham, wham. I believe you could also put in Jackrack.com, and it'll take you to the same link. So there, fun That'll fact. Be below. Fun
2: fact. That's a fun little fact. You have to admit that was fun. Oh yeah. fucking hell! Okay, buddy. so you so, got the interview with Catastro coming up. Yep, let's do that, and then well, after that, we'll get into a bunch of Q and A. So oh hell yeah! So wait, set this up. So this was like a week ago or so, and you yeah, you this were able was to Zoom this, this was boys? maybe
1: like four or five days ago. Look, they live in AZ and they're on super lockdown right now, and oh. um, uh, so. I I did a little Zoom interview with them, yeah. and I actually got some really funny and great stories uh, with them as well. We've done many tours and shows with these guys, so yeah. we've known them for a long time. And uh, yeah, it's a really it's a really fun interview and just a fun little show. So check it out. And and uh, after this, we're going to come back and do the Q and A. So stick around and enjoy. What's happening? I am here with Andrew Stravers and Ryan Whittle of Catastro. Uh, glad to have these guys here. I've known these guys for a long time. We've played many shows, done some tours together. Great dudes. Um, how are you guys doing?
3: Doing great, hey, bro.
0: What is good?
3: I'm happy to oh, be on know. this, dude. We, we know you've been doing it for a while, but it's, uh, it's cool to kind of collab. We got, we got some new shit. It's going uh, to be fun.
1: Yeah, man. And uh, I, I heard you guys have started your own podcast as well.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah, we did. And it's been uh, super interesting. We just go off the rails and, like, there's no format. We don't have any segments or anything. We just kind of talk shit for as long as we feel like it and hope that it's good.
1: Dude, that's the great thing about a podcast. As let me turn off, I have my freaking click track on over here. (laughs) Um,. There we go. Uh, um, That's the great thing about a podcast, I've noticed, man. Me and my brother have had so much fun uh, doing this. Sorry. I'm just a mess over here. Uh, I'm so, uh, we did like two of these zoom ones or something and, and, you know, we thought this is how we're going to be doing it now. And and then we just stopped doing that. And I'm so rusty. So we're, we're going to, we're going to make it happen though. But yeah, the great thing about podcasts, it's so fun, man. You just get together, you talk about whatever you want. Most of the time, uh, we're just laughing our asses off the whole time. Do you you ever get scared
3: after (laughs) saying something? You're like, I hope... The wrong people don't get a hold of this soundbite. <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> There's been a few things said on my show where I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That could be, you know, taken the wrong way. Have you uh, ever had to
3: edit a guest?
1: I had one guest, I won't say who, yeah. um but uh he <laughs> came on the show. We were actually on the road and I was doing the podcast from the bus and uh he had come to the show. He's the son of, he was the son of like a pretty famous uh, country singer. And, uh, which I just gave it away who it is. Yeah, I know who it is. No. <laughs> knows exactly who the fuck it is. Uh, but he, dude, he knows. Um, it was it was Travis Tritt's son, uh, at Tristan, and he was he, Tristan's fucking great. Dude, he's we awesome, met him.
3: Cheese uh, introduced me to him in at a festival, yeah. and uh, he was awesome, super nice guy.
1: Dude, super rad, right? But he had he had a lot of drinks, and uh, he came on the bus. He's like, I want to get on the podcast, you know? So he jumped on, and he was pretty drunk. And when we listened back, it was kind of like, ah, I don't really want to re- release all of this because I don't want him to like, you know, look bad and then his dad to hear it and yeah. like oh my god uh but we kept some of it there was still a lot of usable that we did release but there was some stuff i was like i'm probably gonna just cut that out
3: well i'm fucking <laughs> hammered right now so be careful get ready
1: dude no joke uh are you drinking <laughs> i am i am this uh four sons the the company you know that we did our the dirty heads beer with they're local in hb as well and they just they uh they just started canning cocktails Ooh, right Sounded weird right at first, and and they they dropped off a bunch of these uh, IPAs and beers for the guys uh, for the rehearsals. I'm not a big beer guy, so these have been in the fridge for a bit, and I never looked in there at what they were, and the other day I looked in, and this can said vodka soda
3: How is it with a hint
1: of watermelon. So it is great. I was so like, (laughs) cocktail in a can to me just sounds weird.
3: Yeah, dude, I had a gin and soda one. I I go to this wine festival in Arizona every year if I'm mm -hmm. in town, and like, this one stand pops up last year and they had cocktails in a can and it was actually like legitimately really good.
1: I'm 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 very surprised on how delicious this is. And yes, it's weird that it's in like a can and you know, you want it to be on ice, but like it's not bad and honestly if uh if you had a glass of ice and you poured this on it, you would be stoked. Yeah. Um, well, that's what's that's dangerous dope. about
3: it, you just chug them like it's a fucking beer. And then you have like all like seven fucking vodka sodas in you.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, there's three of these in here. They're for sure all gonna be gone by the end of this.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so uh you guys are out in uh Arizona right now. That's, you guys are from Arizona. Tempe, right?
3: Yeah. We're we're yeah. from Tempe. We we both live in uh Phoenix.
1: Okay, nice. We're uh and we,
3: we're like two minutes away from each other right now.
1: Oh wow, that's good. So about six feet apart though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if you guys aren't aware, Arizona right now is, ground zero. I believe, one of, like, yeah, it's ground zero right now for coronavirus. Um, they're completely back on lockdown again, quarantine for 30 days so as of dude, now.
3: I don't know. Our, Our governor, governor is 30 fucking days. fumbling it. It's like, he keeps saying that, like, he's shutting shit down, but he really, like, he just shut down gyms and, like, clubs. So, like there you can still go to restaurants you can still go to rest like bars that serve food i think are still considered restaurants so you can still go and sit in in there um you can still pretty much do anything you can go golfing you can go do whatever you want you just can't go to the gym (laughs) honestly (laughs) like the gym sounds safest to me you wear a fucking mask and you're on a treadmill
0: like like yeah it would suck but if you're willing to go do that it's whatever it's weird i mean a lot of businesses though that I don't think are like being forced to close are still closing down. So like, like all the banks near me are closed. A lot of restaurants are closed that like, I mean, at least they're not doing dine in. They're just doing takeout because of the situation. But like, it's kind of like, yeah, a lot of like the places are just
3: doing it on their own because they're realizing how fucked up it is. But I think what happened was like, they didn't shut shit down like they should have. And then they shut shit down too late and then they opened it up too early and it was like memorial day weekend and we were the only place open so like everybody from vegas and california was in scottsdale partying in these clubs and it was just like hundreds and hundreds of people it was in the out street. of control oh, like wow. people Insane. were
0: people were raging dude like wow. scottsdale was raging during that whole like when when it first started peaking <laughs> yeah. like everyone was just fucking going out no masks yeah the fucking bars crazy. were packed AZ. It was oh, a joke
1: that is crazy and uh so uh Stravs. <laughs> hey. You wanna talk about this? Alright, let's do this. So uh, you know, Stravs here that we are talking to, he actually was uh tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yes.
0: Yeah, my singer gave it to me.
1: Your singer, so two members of your band. Fifty percent. Fifty percent of the band. Dude, you know
3: what's fucked yep. up is that the night yeah. after he te- uh Andy got sick or like felt, started feeling sick the night, the night before that we were all together and I fucking was drinking out of his glass, like an idiot. (laughs) Like we knew how bad everything was. And I was just like, Oh, what's that mescal? Can I try it? And I was just, I fucking went for it.
0: Yeah. So so we shot a, we shot a fucking, we shot a fucking music video at Tanner's house. And that's the night him and Tanner and Tanner's girlfriend also shared a drink with Andy the next night, we fucking, Andy comes over to my house to record vocals for a song. And a couple of days later, me and my girl start feeling sick. And we're just like, fuck. So we go get tested. And the day before we got tested, Andy hit us. I was like, yo, I got tested positive. Like, you guys need to get checked. So everyone went and got tested. And then, yeah, basically just, you know, we were sick for a week. It wasn't as bad as getting the flu. It was like... It's like body aches, fever, headache.
3: For you, it sucked.
0: Though. It sucked. Uh, no, I'm just saying for yeah. me personally, like
1: for you personally, yeah. Well,
0: I'm you're just, a I'm younger, healthy yeah, guy. I'm, I am. I, I, you know, I consistently exercise. I'm young. Yeah. But, dude, it definitely is scary for like to have that when you're like 60 or you know. I have I have a couple friends who their parents have gotten it and like they just got wiped out. Like Dude, our, our friend her her father One of passed away. Our friend's dad just passed away, yeah, in Arizona. So Yeah. Wow. It's serious, bro. It's like people don't think it's a serious thing, but
1: it's yeah. uh, I think now people are starting to I think a lot of the non-believers are now starting to be a little bit more believers. I mean, honestly, even myself at first when it first all started hitting and everything, I was like, "What is going on?" I kept saying like, "We're going to be going Oh, remember coronavirus? When, like, we were saying, like, remember Y2K? You know, it was kind That's of what That's what I was, I was thinking,
0: this. too, bro. We'll I was like, this is going to come bullshit.
1: and go. But, yeah, I think a lot of that doubt. Now you're kind of like, people are like, all right, this is a real thing. Like, do I think that, you know, oh, everyone's going to get it and die? No, I don't. But it's obviously there, and it's not a good thing.
3: Right, right. Like, I'm, like, I'm not worried about myself getting it, but, like, my mother-in-law, if she got it, like, she has heart failure. You know what I mean? It's just, like, and she's, like, normal. She... She's not like heart failure from being unhealthy. It's just like shit happens, you know, in your life. And so it's like, like she, like I'm worried about her if she got it and like just random people. So it's like, I'm worried about one person in my life really getting it. Like, I'm worried about my neighbors too. And I'm worried about, you know, people I don't know because it's like, it's scary. You don't know who it's going to affect.
1: It's, it's true, man. So yeah, I think that now I think people are like, all right, we got to start taking this a little more seriously. And, Fuck man, but for a band, wow, what a what a weird thing. Like uh we were just talking about this yesterday. We were having rehearsals with the dirty heads for this upcoming live stream and uh we were just out of nowhere. We were having lunch and we were just like, How fucking weird is this? Like we can't really work, like we can't go tour, and uh it's just fucking wild. It's so wild, it just shut down this industry.
3: Are you it's- uh going crazy yet being at home?
1: Uh, I'm not going crazy, I would say, like um, it's got to be because in- you
3: guys are so fucking busy all the time. so it has to be initially I would imagine it would be initially really awesome and then start to feel weird because you're so used to being gone
1: dude, I'm dying to get out on the road and play some shows, don't get me wrong. Like, we were even saying that yesterday, too. We were like, man, I would do anything right now for a day off in the middle of nowhere. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, normally you're just like, fuck, in the middle of nowhere again. You're like, yeah. man, that sounds great right now. But um, we are, we've are we been keeping busy. The live streams have been keeping us really busy. We're rehearsing our, you know, asses off for them. Um, and then I have the podcast, which has been keeping me busy, which is great that I have that. And, um, and then, you know, the Cutlass brand uh, keeps me somewhat busy, but other than that, man, I haven't got to spend this t- much time with my kids and ever. So that's, that's awesome. been great. Yeah, but that's super dope. It's, but it's definitely getting to that point where it's like, all right, we got to yeah, go do some like, shit.
0: <laughs> for for us as a band, we just we were like, yo, we need to do whatever we can that's under control right now. So we've been you know working on a ton of new music and just working on you know re- working on tons of plans for the future.
3: Yeah, man. man.
1: When you guys just of, dropped like, a single today, or a, a cover song, actually, Scarlet Begonias, which was great. I just yep. listened to it, actually. Oh, yeah.
0: Dope. Thanks, bro. Yeah, you yeah, know, Scarlet, we're, Scarlet we're changing gonna. music.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, that's what we were saying with uh, Andy. We're doing it. We're like, it was kind of like, is anybody, like, does anybody need another Sublime cover? You know what I mean? And, uh, but it's like, it felt right right now. Like, we kind of, we had a bunch of other songs we had done, like, original songs where, like, incredibly stoked with um but this one is just like i don't know we tried to kind of flip it make it our own style and we brought in a little bit more of the grateful dead influence into it Mm -hmm. and uh it just feels kind of like more light-hearted and like i don't know kind of upbeat and like right now everything feels like fucking horrible so yeah, do I will? think it's
1: perfect timing for it right now. I mean, you know, it's hard for a band too. Like we're 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 in the middle of putting out some new music, but we're like, shit, is this a weird time to put out new music because you can't really go tour and back it. Right. So I think putting out like a fun, lighthearted cover song right now for your fans to have something to listen to, I think it's fucking great. Yeah, we, right when
0: now. we were shooting the mu- <laughs> when we were shooting the music video for it, I looked at Andy and I was like, yo, I think our fans are like really gonna fuck with this. And he's and he looks at me and goes dude, we're going to fucking change music. And we all just started laughing. (laughs) He was joking. (laughs) No, he was totally joking, but that shit shit just was funny as hell to me.
1: That's fucking great. We're going to change the fucking world with this one. (laughs) We all just started dying.
3: Dude, I... uh, So, like, this whole, like, coronavirus, like you said, like, I didn't think it was as big of a... Well, I kind of saw it coming, like, pretty early. I was like, oh, this could get really bad if we didn't do anything. But it reminded me of, like, swine flu and... I don't know if you remember this, but we were all in Mexico together. We all played a show in Rocky point, uh, with Jesse Dude. Andre, like through a festival. I've,
1: I've talked about this festival on my show. No. before, So this is great. Dude. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: So like, but that weekend was like, it was so much fun, but it was like a shit show. Cause like nobody showed up. So it was just all bands, like getting <laughs> hammered for free, Woo. you know? And, uh, yes. I think we fit like 25 people and you guys were still in a van then. Yeah. And, uh, But I remember, like, coming back over the border, like, our phone started working, like, as soon as we got to, like, the edge, and we all had missed calls from, like, our moms and, like, you know, our family members, and they're just like, are you guys okay? Like, are you guys okay? And we had no idea what was going on, and uh, the fucking swine flu had just broken out in Mexico City.
1: I fucking totally, I, I completely forgot about that, and every time I've told, I've, talked about this i've never remembered that part i totally forgot about that that's right dude i got wasted
2: i
0: got wasted and broke my phone that weekend um and i was supposed to call my mom the day we were leaving and i didn't call her until two days later and she was for two whole days just fucking (laughs) losing her mind i mean we were like weren't we 18 ryan 19 dude yeah we had to have been we were young we were like we were young bro We like
3: that was like our
0: peak of scumbaggery too like we were just oh yeah Dude, it I <laughs> I just remember that weekend being so fun with you guys though, because it was our first like ever traveling out of the country to play a show. Yep, and it was with Dirty Heads, one of our favorite bands. You know, so it it's still like, our only. It's still our only. Yeah, I don't think we've well, ever was, been <laughs> anywhere else.
1: God, what what I always remember from that show of like how bad it was was how like. <laughs> They they've set this thing up for a fifteen twenty thousand person festival. Like, do you remember just the out like it, the whole place was outlined with vendors? Dude, it like was beautiful too. It's like literally people, on the sand. Oh, <laughs> it, it was set up. There was vendors there set up for so many people, and I and I there was nobody there, zero. Oh,
3: Dude, crazy. I just remember playing, like going on and playing, and like. Two members of B Foundation were just stood in the middle of this like open 20,000 person space watching us and I was just like, what <laughs> the fuck, like when can we start drinking again?
1: Yeah, I, I talked about it. I, the, in, in our set, I remember we were just like, everyone could just come on stage and it was like, there was no Dude. one in this crowd anymore. There was just 30 people on stage, but it was just all people from bands. I, dude,
0: I remember watching you guys set and like there were so many wasted people on stage. We were wasted in the crowd watching and everyone on stage is wasted. And it was just like the biggest <laughs> it shit was no, show Do you remember the,
3: uh, what was that bar? JJ's or? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, the. <gasps> the rap off? Yes. Oh dude, my goodness gracious.
1: That was so funny. <laughs> that was that, <laughs> was was so fun, that day. <laughs>
3: uh, man, wow. I missed that. We should all do that again.
1: We got to go down there. We got to go to JJ's. But we'll only sell like
3: ten tickets. There'll be like ten tickets available.
1: All right, (laughs) Dirty Heads, Catastro, Acoustic Show at JJ's. That sounds great. Bring the trash
3: cans. Yeah, it's Basota.
1: (laughs) That's what I still. I remember I have a picture of Jared there throwing up in the trash can and on the trash can it says (laughs) Basota
0: on stage. Right, great.
1: It's the Yeah, it's the best photo ever. Do you
0: remember that? You remember that picture of Christian? Christian pouring the beer on Andy's head when we're on the beaches behind us with the sunset yep. in the background. oh yeah, that was when <laughs> Damn, Christian. Was I mean,
3: Christian's still trip. scary, but he scared the fuck out of us back then.
1: Oh well, because but that was when he was just in full Big Brother mode. I'm gonna pick on the younger bands. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck with them all day. Dude,
0: I love yeah. Christian for that. Dude. Yeah, I love good, Christian. It's, he's awesome. Christian almost got Christian almost got arrested once in Huntington beach on the strip for trying to back me up when some dude was trying to fight me. That's a big brother, bro. We were, we were with Christian and Christian's brother and they're both equally as scary. And
3: I was just like, and uh, we're so small and we're like, so fucked up. (laughs) Like at that time, like we were just like, I was on like everything at the bar and like, we were all just like fucking out of our minds. And I was just like, I've never felt safer. Like I can say whatever (laughs) I want. And that's so dangerous. It's like, that's yeah, how I feel I when I'm at Common Kings. I'm just like, I've never been safer.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, they're big dudes. But yeah, I mean, I, I had so many years. I had 10 years where me and Christian just hung out every day. And I lived, you know, downtown Huntington. And we would go down to the bars and everything. And it was like, he's the nicest guy. But like, yeah. And the one thing that really pisses him off is if someone's messing with one of his friends.
0: I he know. And I love that. He, he
1: can't deal <laughs> with it. He turns like just red. <laughs> <laughs> And he's one of those dudes too where it's fun, like when you just look at him or whatever, like you don't he doesn't look like a big dude. But then when you like stand next to him, you're like, Oh, you're kind of a big guy. <laughs>
3: dude, he's just he's intimidating. But like also like the nicest fucking person. He's yeah, like the sure. the he's... person that you want to be like on your side in anything. And else, he
1: has the know? most
0: dreamy eyes I've ever seen.
1: Wow, this is a Christian episode right here. Yeah.
0: yeah. So all right, let's move on. Come
3: on, Let's Christian. move along from Christian. Christian can't so take all right,
1: him. we've got it. They <laughs> Wait, is that, sorry,
3: Let's, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but was that the show where Christian had to threaten a promoter because they were trying not to pay? <laughs> Do you remember this? He uh, took a certain somebody to an ATM and made them call their dad.
1: Oh, my God. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. That is how that ended.
3: Yeah. I think we'll I leave it at that. that. But that's we'll, we'll
1: leave it at that. Oh yeah, so moving (laughs) on. Okay, we've got it. They're they're out in A Z, they're on lockdown, they've survived the corona, they've gotten it and it's passed. Um they have just released their new uh cover song, Scarlet Begonias. We're through it. Let's get into some fun stuff here. Let's do it. You guys uh have told me that one of you have seen Bigfoot.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure. You know it's not true. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure guys.
1: Let's hear about it.
0: Can't, I can't prove it. You know, I didn't have my GoPro out, dude, but it was like two or three in the morning and we're driving through somewhere in Northern California. Who was driving, Ryan? Were you driving or was I up front? Driving?
3: I think I was driving. It was like overnight, okay. right?
0: Yeah, but I was in the passenger seat and uh, let's see, it's already fizzling out, Ryan. My story's <laughs> we have this fizzling. thing on our
3: podcast where Trevor starts <laughs> telling a story and then he builds up all fizzles. these things into it to make it sound crazy. And then it just, <laughs> yeah, it, fizzles. it fizzles. So let's hear it, Let's hear okay. this. It sounds like, like every honestly, story ever
1: told fuck- on any uh, Bigfoot show <laughs> yeah. or any alien show. My, my brother always says it. He says, How many Bigfootless Bigfoot shows, how many alienless alien shows, and ghostless ghost shows are we going to see? So, but you have seen Bigfoot. Let's hear it.
0: Well, we saw this big dark figure with like a fucking weird ass looking face on the side of the road like like look at us when the van's lights shined shined on it. And it was like by the trees. <laughs> this is literally how those stories go on when you watch Bigfoot <laughs> Discovered. <laughs> Dude. Was it, was it like a bear? A I love road. this though. It's I a, love this. Listen, it's a combination. Yeah, it. It's a combination of how badly I want him to be real because of watching Harry and the Hendersons when I was a kid and maybe being sleep deprived and then also just seeing shit in the forest. So don't tell me that there's not a possibility that it was Bigfoot is what I'm trying to say. You can't Ryan, you can't tell me he's not real. You don't know. It's not real. I I would like to see
3: the number of like Bigfoot cases. Like once once GoPros became available and cameras on phones like started getting good, the numbers of sightings had to have gone down. You know, once people are like, oh, I can't prove it, like, you don't have an excuse now. You can prove anything yeah, at any moment. I mean, or the quality
0: is too good on the camera for you to yeah. say that Me that's did that Bigfoot.
3: Grainy guy walking across. Yeah, but now
1: it, it's also so freaking easy for people to Photoshop shit. It's true. I know, it dude,
3: is. Uh, Gonzo is like those uh, the shows where the like ghost hunters and shit, where they just like, they're all standing there and they're just like, oh shit. They start like jumping around like something happens. Gonzo there was one in Gonzo our uh, our manager's hometown and like I just he just like posted a screenshot from the show and just said this is bullshit nothing happened like what the fuck did you expect Gonzo like like what did you think was going to happen in Farmington, New Mexico? It's a bunch of people in a trailer jumping like they're scared at nothing in the pitch black.
1: Yeah, with a with night vision camera on and uh it's like if if there was a show that aired some real footage (laughs) of them seeing a real ghost, trust me, it would be fucking everywhere. It wouldn't be on at 7 o'clock on the National Geographic (laughs) channel. That's what you think, though, but
3: the fucking government released videos of UFOs, like actual fucking footage, and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, I think everyone's just
1: skeptical on believing anything the government has to say right now. Only
3: Blink-182 members
0: cared about it. I get all my, my facts and news from Tom DeLong these days.
1: <laughs> Dude, okay. So, uh, and I know I'm going to bring up a Joe Rogan thing here, but please tell me you listened oh, to I, the Joe Rogan episode with him on it. With, oh, with John I did.
0: Long on it. Dude, I don't know if you remember this, but I have a Blink 182 tattoo on my ass. I'm a diehard, bro. I got it when I was 18. I, I got didn't it when know I was 18. That. So, yes. Don't
1: get me I, wrong. Oh, I yes, fucking I was, I was all about Blink when they first came out. Um, I mean, as as I got older, mm-hmm. I grew out of them because you know they're same
0: same not talking you're a shit. are normal like, person.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> a band I feel for like a younger crowd, and as I got older, I grew out of it. But I was I was all about them, like Cheshire Cheshire Cat, right? Yep, yep. That, that was Let's a. great us um,
0: that fucking Joe Rogan. Uh, that that Joe episode Rogan was great. was wild. It was just like he was. Tom was just out there, dude.
1: It's honestly one of my favorite episodes of any podcast ever.
0: It was like for me, like being a kid that grew up listening to Blink to see him on Joe Rogan was just so like these two worlds of things that I have always consumed. Like we've we've all everyone in the band's been listening to Rogan for years. Yeah. So like when I saw that he was going to be on, I was like, holy (laughs) shit, this is epic.
1: That shit was that. I couldn't fucking believe that episode. It, it was out there. I, if you haven't heard that episode and you're listening to this, go look that up. It was a while back, but you can, Do you know, what's it. crazy it's about great. that
0: shit. The crazy thing about that shit is that the people that he talks about, like all the, all the people high up in the government that he constantly is in work with, like he is working with those people, which is kind of crazy. So it's like, what yes, the, like, but what the those fuck's people going are on
1: here. Yeah, it's a, it's so weird. It's like, you, we can go into, this is a whole another fucking episode. <laughs> this would have to be,
0: yeah, it's a whole ep- other episode of fuckery. But yeah. Do you believe yeah, in aliens,
1: Duddy? I do. I totally do. And trust me, man, I want nothing more than there to be Bigfoot. I want nothing more than to see some Nessie. I want some all Nessie. that shit to be real. I just feel like, you know, I feel like we've seen more evidence of aliens than we have of ghosts or Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, I, I would. Ag- I would agree with that.
3: I feel like it's almost dumb to not believe the aliens are real because, like, we're so small in this galaxy. Like, to say we're literally the only, like, an alien could be anything. It doesn't have to be somebody who's flying around. It could be, like, anything living. Like, we can't be anything.
1: Yeah. Totally. I, I, there's, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's really self absorbing to be like, there's nothing else but us. We're the only thing here. You know, (laughs) like,
0: come on. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, man. But okay. Okay. And then, um, speaking of scary stuff, uh, I heard one of you has a pretty good, uh, shit your pants story.
0: I let's do. go, Ryan. Give it to him, Ryan.
3: All right. So let's take it back to when the band moved to Huntington Beach to further the band's career, which was probably the dumbest move we could have made, but <laughs> it was good for us at the time. Um, we ended up just all sharing a bedroom in this, like, really shithole apartment. I think one of you guys lived there. Not at the time we were there, but it was at Ocean Breeze Villas, on uh, Warner and uh, Edwards or Warner and.
1: Oh, uh, I think Maddie used to
0: live there, right? A long time ago, or Christian? Maddie or
1: Christian did. Maybe it was Christian. Yeah, I think it was Christian.
0: We we lived there, but it was like so
3: expensive for us. Like we were all so poor, and like the band was making no money. So we all started working like random jobs, and I started working at a calculator warehouse. You know where you, uh, you know, just. You know what calculator warehouses are. Um, calculator <laughs> warehouses. <Everybody laughs> Everyone knows what I that there, And uh, it was like my third day on the job. And the guy there was like obsessed with Joe Rogan and all this shit. And he's like, do you want to try, uh, try a bulletproof coffee? And I was like, all right, cool. And so he loads it up, this coffee, with like butter and like a shitload oh, yeah. of MCT oil. I had no idea what it was. I'm like, dude, I'm drinking butter. This is fucking weird. But I'll do it because it's my like third day on the job. So he does that. I drink it. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. We go to lunch. I go to payway. I think I got two meals and ate them both at the same, like in one sitting, you know, go back. Things are fine. Like I, we're getting to like 30 minutes before my shift's over. I'm just like refurbishing calculators, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, <Have the> calculator <laughs> like instruments, like <laughs> both hands. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I need to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. And I shit, and I'm like, whatever. I stand up, and I start walking back to the warehouse. And I realize I'm still shitting my pants. Like, I'm actively shitting my pants. Like, I never stopped. I just stood up and put my clothes on and just kept shitting the whole way back. And, like, I I didn't realize it. So I didn't realize it while I was walking. I realized it about two minutes after sitting back down into the warehouse. So I'm sitting there with two strangers in a, probably like a 15 by 20 foot warehouse, small. Um, and there's just stacks of calculators around. I don't know these guys. I need the job fucking desperately. And uh, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm a little wet. Like, I didn't smell anything. I didn't feel anything. I was just like, I'm wet. I don't know what's going on. So I get up and I go to the bathroom again. Realize I shit my pants like there's like I'm full of, you know, full, just full pants. And so throw away what I can try to clean up. I come back in and it's just still I think it's just still happening. I think it's just like CP. I think I was a little CP at the time. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I have fucking 20 minutes left in my shift. I can't tell these guys I need to go home because I need money. I need every fucking cent I can get. And also I'm embarrassed as fuck. I have no idea what's happening. So they will be like they would be on one side of the warehouse. I would be fucking circling the other end. So like they come over here. I'm I'm going to the <laughs> other edge. And I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to avoid them the whole time. So they'd be like, hey, can I come here? Like let me ask you for something. I'd run to the other side. And pretend like I needed to do something over there. Like, look like, at it.
1: What? Just tell me from there.
3: Yeah, like we're good. <laughs> and so I, I leave with shit in my pants. I'm. I smell like shit now. Like it's like it's in there. The place is small. I'm so self-conscious, you know, as you would be if you shit your pants. Oh. And at the time, like I was, I didn't have a car, and so I had to skate like a mile back home to my apartment. And they're all in their car, like they're. They were like kind of starting to warm up to me. And they're just like, hop in, man. Like, we'll give you a ride. We live like we're <laughs> literally across the street from you. And I was like, no, no, thanks. And they're like, what? And I just start fucking skating. I must have looked so weird because they like literally they're live like, what? across the fucking street. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, nope. And I just skate all the way home. And I fucking crawl up my stairs in our house and just take, like, the most shameful fucking shower of my life.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I mean, the one positive out of that story is the fact that they asked you to get in their car means that they didn't smell the shit on you all day.
0: That's true. I never thought about that. And then he came home and proceeded to tell the band... That he skateboarded home from work because he shit his pants. And <laughs> I remember how happy that made all of us.
3: Dude, I, I also, I think I texted one of the guys in the warehouse that night and just told him. And I was like, don't <laughs> tell the boss. Like, don't tell the <laughs> owner of the company. And he fucking told the guy immediately. And I walked back in the next day. And we were, like, best friends. Like, they fucking loved me.
1: Of I course. My you damn. know, Of course. No one's like, oh, fuck that guy for shit in your pants. You're just, it's more like, tell me about it. Yeah.
3: Like they they appreciated
1: Um, it. The best part too is like when you're telling the story, you can almost picture like you're worried about like the cool crew at the calculator warehouse is gonna know. (laughs) I don't want the cool guys at the calculator warehouse to know I shit my
3: pants. (laughs) Dude, well after that, the kid would come like he would just stop by our house like unannounced like every night, and he would just be like, "You want mushrooms?" I'm like, "Dude, it's fucking Tuesday," like sure. And we would just sit on our couch, and I would just of course the guy, I and I would I'm so fucking socially awkward. Like I wouldn't tell him to leave because it would be like hours, and I'm just like I just want to go to sleep, and he'd be like trying to like stay up and like do drugs all night, and I'm like I'm dude, the, like I don't know how to tell this guy to leave because he's he a nice guy, he was cool, like I liked him, you know. But uh, they, I remember the band always being like, "What the fuck are, are these people doing at our house every fucking night?" And like, wh- "What are you guys doing?"
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is so funny. So I guess
3: what I'm trying to say is, if you're ever in a situation and you're trying to win over a friendship with a group of people you're intimidated by, shit your pants, lie about it in the moment, tell them right after. That's
0: how you impress people.
1: I like it. Yeah, that's how I met my wife.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, it, it 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 can bring true love into it the really picture. Can.
1: No, I think people are uh, people like to know like to hear stories about other people in their in most vulnerable moments.
3: I know. I do. Like,
1: all right, this guy's willing to let us know he shit his pants. He must be a good guy.
3: Well, I mean, it's it's kind of embarrassing. Like, if I shit my pants right now, it'd be kind of embarrassing. But it's uh, you're just being real. You got to be real with the people.
1: Got to be real. Got to be real with the people. (laughs) All Um, right, that is a good one. That's going in the uh, hall of fame there of shit stories. (laughs) But um, what about a, a band camp story? You guys said you may have something for me.
3: Explain the Um, band camp story again.
1: Just anything that you can remember. Just any story that stands out. Actually, I have a quick little story from when you guys, I think it was at Marymore. And it was you, Ryan, and a bottle of Fireball. Does this ring a bell? Oh,
3: yes. Because he had the the friend over. Huh? Andy had the friend there. Yes. So I think it was Andy with the Fireball.
1: But you are the one who pounded it.
0: Yeah. No, well,
1: no, no, girl, I,
3: that girl ended up. Andy's
1: friend, there was a girl there, yeah. I mean, I don't know who she was, she was just backstage. I don't know, yeah, she was Andy's she friend, was the one that
3: left in the ambulance,
1: yeah, she left in an ambulance, but <laughs> you stayed there just throwing up, just oh my god, okay. So there's this girl, and she decides to like chug the bottle of fireball, she takes down like half of this bottle of fireball, yeah, in dude. Like it was quite impressive. Um. And, uh, and don't worry, she was totally of age and everything. It wasn't like there was just some young chick. She was just backstage at the show. It was a, and this girl was just, she was already pretty drunk. And then somehow a bottle of Fireball came in the room and she was trying to show off. She grabbed it and just started chugging it. And what happens when a, you know, 105 pound girl chugs half a bottle of Fireball? She immediately just passed out and, uh it got to the point where we got a little worried and we called the, we called the ambulance i believe and or we called the something we or there was maybe there was ambulance on site cuz it was a show and yeah. they we're like hey can some of you come over here and help this girl it seems like she's pretty sick and they come over and they start to try and help her up and she fucking projectile vomits all over them. Do you remember that? They yeah. went to go start to try to pick her up and put her like on like a little gurney thing or whatever. And <laughs> as they were doing it, she just she like wakes up like a fucking like a see, was possessed <laughs> and like an exorcist <laughs> and just wah and just un fucking loaded on this, these poor EMTs, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't dude, remember us obviously because yo, was, while,
0: while this was all happening, I remember as a band, we were like, there was a couple of us, I think that w- we were like talking in the other room and we we're like, dude, this is not look good for our band right now. Like we fucking bring this girl back and she projectile vomits everywhere and Dirty Heads are going to be, like, wondering, like, yo, what the fuck are these No, we didn't doing? think
3: of that. Somebody came up to us, or Jared talked to us the next day. It was like, hey, we're cool. We know you guys and stuff. But, like, if you guys were on tour with any other band, like, that shit wouldn't fly. Like, you can't have that. And we we're, like, embarrassed as fuck. It, like, yeah. That's how, like, you learn your fucking lessons on things like that. But another yeah, sure. special thing happened that night. I don't know if you remember, but it was, I hope you do. It was your bar mitzvah.
1: It was my bar mitzvah. That was yes. incredible. I, that's I remember why we all
3: had you like, up on a chair. Everybody was just fucking going all excited. And I just I got a little too excited for your bar mitzvah and That's I, uh,
1: right, dude. I- that was my birthday. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. So for my birthday, we're on the road. My birthday is always on the road because it's right in the middle of summer. So summer tour. But I'll be home this summer for sure. But uh um and and uh, I'm I'm Jewish, so uh, my bandmates and crew and everyone they uh, they threw me a bat mitzvah for my uh, what I don't even know my 35th birthday or something, Dude. and uh, it was great. I mean, they literally picked me up over their heads in the chair and sang the song and danced <laughs> around, and then uh, and then a girl chugged half a bottle of Fireball and threw up <laughs> everywhere.
0: It was a successful bar mitzvah. Successful. Barf mitzvah
3: yeah the uh the re- what happened was somebody some like rep with fireball contacted our band and was like we want to give you guys a bunch of liquor for the tour and so they gave us like 25 30 bottles and it that shit was when it first came out it was so sweet and you could just fucking chug it out of the bottle like Ugh. nothing and like the first night we got it was when we played Remac arena in La Jolla. And I fucking shattered my phone. I lost my wallet. And it was like the second day of a two-month tour. And so I had no phone the entire fucking tour. And I would spend my, my entire rides, like our 15-hour drives, in the back backseat with nothing. And I was losing my fucking mind. Because so I couldn't talk to anybody because everybody's quiet. And I would just sit there. And I, I, like, I just read books. And I would look over. And I would watch Andy scroll through Instagram. Because Instagram had like just <laughs> came out. And I was like, oh, "Wow." I was just a sad boy.
1: You're just like, dude, I want to be fucking using filters and stuff.
3: <laughs> dude, we were we were pretty messy back then. We talk about it a lot. That it's like it's like, fuck, I wish we got that tour now. You know what I mean? Like I wish we were at who we are now and like had our music now when we did that tour cuz it could have we could have used that so much better like than we actually we had to did. Learn we, <laughs> for us we were just like, oh my god, free food, free liquor every night, like playing in front of fucking so many people and we just got blinded and we fucking it was bad, but you like, learn. but like we today. learned, you know, like now we, we've done other tours where it's like big summertime things and we're like, we need to, and we kind of had to just grow up. We had to be like, we can't get fucked up every night or like we can't get, we can't drink before our sets. Like we got to play good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's why we're here. And like we, totally. we, it took us a long time, but like we had to learn how to take our shit seriously and
0: like, you know, do it, do it right. Yo, I got a, I got a quick story that involves you, Duddy. We were, uh, All right. I forget what tour this was on or if it was even part of a tour. I think, I think we jumped on like six or seven shows of one of your guys tour. This was like probably four or five years ago. Maybe, um, we were in Colorado somewhere and before the show, oh, it was in fucking, uh, what's that small ski town? Fucking Aspen. Aspen. Yeah, Aspen? dude. We were playing Aspen with you guys and you came up to me and Andy, uh, like right after we played, like, so we had already played our set thank god but you came up to me and you were like yo do you guys want some gummy bears like they're super chill like they're honestly like there's barely anything in them and uh so, so you gave me and andy each a gummy bear and me and him each ate him and we're like oh yeah we'll be chill he said there's not that much in here and like 30 or 40 minutes go by and andy like me and him are sitting in our green room and we like both start getting scared we're like dude i am so fucking high right now <laughs> <laughs> and like and, and like We're both just like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. So we like both are starting to kind of freak out. We're just too high. And we run out of the green room and we're like, all right, let's just fucking go to the van, dude. Like we'll be safe in the van. And we, we go down the stairs and we open up a door that we think leads to outside of the venue. And it, we open it up and it's just a sea of people screaming for you guys on stage. And like we open up to like side stage, but it was like oh. it was literally like right when you open the door, just people screaming. And we were like, oh, fuck, we're like, oh fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we close the door and we run downstairs. We find the van and we just went and laid in the van for like five hours until our tour oh, manager started man. driving us to the next city
1: sorry about that no i i
0: I love it it's amazing it's hilarious
1: (laughs) dude edibles i i can't even fuck with edibles anymore i don't even eat them
0: but listen the next day we get to the next show with you guys and you just start laughing and i think you were like oh did i tell you there was that much in it there actually is this much in it and we're like oh (laughs) (laughs) we're like oh my god that's so funny
1: Oh, I, I part just is feel like I probably did that on purpose.
0: No, yeah. Yeah, I know, which is which is yeah. I, res- I respect that. Like that's that's amazing. But like everyone has that story of like getting way too fucked up off edibles. Oh yeah, because like you just can't gauge it. Like you'll eat one, you're like, oh, this shit's not working, and then you'll eat another one, and then you're just in over your head, and there's Absolutely. no there's no escaping what you're about to go through.
1: Dude, I I watched Sean Haygood lose all function uh, in his body. <laughs> He took we got like a capsule. It was like someone gave us like this weed capsule with no in, it, like directions, no fucking clue how many milligrams whatsoever. And I don't even know why, but one night fuck hey Good just popped it. And Hagid hey doesn't even really smoke weed. Uh, and you know, he was out in the lounge with us in the bus. And, and you know, he was hanging, but you can tell he was like we we're like, you're fucking gone, huh? And he was like, I'm really stoned. I'm going to go lay in my bunk. So he goes in his bunk and then like an hour later we're all out there still partying, you know, hanging out and uh, the fucking bunk you know, door opens up and Hagrid comes out and he's just looking at us. He's just standing there fucking (laughs) just staring at us, like rocking back and forth. And we're like dude, you okay? And he just like he he just shakes his head barely. And we're like, you're you're fucking too stoned hot. And he's like he just nods and we're like, you need some water or something? He's like, nods. We hand him a bottle of water and then he just stands there holding the water. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, you need me to open it for you? And he's just. <laughs>
0: Why is it so enjoyable to see one of your friends too high? It's like the best thing ever to see one yeah. of your friends that's uncomfortably high. Dude, I just got anxiety. He couldn't thinking even about fucking
1: that. barely drink it. He was trying to drink. He like couldn't even drink the water. He couldn't talk. We had to help him back into his bunk. Like he was gone. Dude,
0: being in one of those bunks when you're like too high would freak me the fuck out. Cause it, I feel like it would just feel like you're in a coffin.
1: You know what? I'm kind <laughs> of. I'm pretty claustrophobic, and one of my first. One of my worries was when we first started to get into buses is I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep in this bunk. Um, but I guess, I guess because I don't hang out in my bunk. Like some of the guys, they'll go and like, you know, chill in there and read or watch a show or something on their iPad. Like I don't, I, I only go in my bunk when I'm fucking tired and yeah. I go in there and I just pass out. I haven't really... I mean, there's definitely been times where I've woken up and just been like, oh, shit, where the fuck yeah, am I? You know, I hit like- my
0: head. So I just did my first bus tour playing. I, I got asked to play drums for this band called The Main on their European oh, yeah, tour yeah. like f- uh, five months, four or five months ago. And so the first night I was in my bunk, I was like, fuck, this is like, I'm like all lonely in here. Like, this is a dark little place. Yeah. And then after a few days, I really like, started to like it. But I did wake up a few times hitting my fucking head on the ceiling. Oh, yeah, forgetting that, that I was in the bunk and just getting up and smacking yeah. my head.
1: Well, and it's like I'm a not like I'm not a small guy. I'm six feet tall, and I'm not like a super thin guy. Um, but I think I'm like an average to bigger guy, and and I fit in there pretty snug. And yeah. dude, but I tour with some dudes that are big fucking dudes, six five, you know, big dudes. And you're like, you have to get in there. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole different I'm fucking sorry. story, dude. There's so yeah. many guys
3: like that where I see them, and I'm just like. Oh, you must be fucking miserable.
1: You must be fucking just smushed up in that bitch. <laughs> Dude, I, I
0: remember when we first started touring with you guys, too. Like, anytime you guys would ask us to come on the bus, that was like such an exciting moment for us. We're like,
1: oh, yeah, we're going to go drink on the bus with Dirty Heads. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Wait, man. no,
0: bring it back to even the clubhouse, though. Like, I remember the first time we played a show with you guys, it was either you or Maddie that was like, yo, you guys want to kick it in the van and we're like fuck yeah and we we thought that shit was so dope because at that time it was we were like 17 we didn't even have a van yeah. yet we were still yeah. rolling up with like our cars with our shit slammed totally. into it yeah and we we're like I
3: I we that. Get van?
0: <laughs> now we're like i, I can't wait to get out shit, the fucking van. <laughs> it's rad dude i mean i think we've talked about it a little bit on our podcast but like um uh, playing shows with you guys throughout the progression of you guys becoming a seriously professional band at, like, such a large scale has been such a dope thing for us, like, while our band evolved. It's uh it's crazy to kind of tell those stories of back in the day when, you know, we were playing those shows, uh, shows at the clubhouse in front of, like, 50 people or whatever. Ten people, even. I remember playing a show. And then just seeing you guys grow, it's been epic, dude.
1: Right on. Well, same goes for you guys, man. Well, I mean, I feel
0: yeah. like we owe a lot of, like... Like, because we would have, those shows are
3: like how we got our first fans. Like, originally it was just our friends, and we'd be playing those shows with you guys, and there wouldn't be that many people, and we'd bring a hundred fucking drunk high school kids, you know, to the show. Yep. And then oh, the sure. next show, you guys would come back, and there'd be more people, and then, like, slowly, like, we would start, our friends would come less because we, we played shows all the time, and then, like, your guys' fans were coming to our shows. And then once we started headlining, it was like all fans from the dirty head shows and then you guys put us on a tour when we maybe didn't deserve it yet at a small you know level of (laughs) our band and then we got those fans across the country and then you know we've been able to play red rocks twice because of you guys which is like you know bucket list shit since we were like 13 years old you know 15 16 i remember sitting at straver's house watching incubus live at red rocks and we were like dude i just like our my dream was to go there to see a show you know what I mean? Yeah, and like we've been able up. to play it twice now. So it's like like you guys have done a lot for us. And uh I don't know, we appreciate it. I just feel like like watching you guys go from those small shows and then to where you guys are now and like the insane level that you guys are, are at, it's like we we felt like we saw somebody do what we want to do from every level and we saw like where you guys were at, we know where we're at compared to like where you were at. And it's kind of been mm-hmm. this thing of like like you know, it's like proof. It's like, it. proof. it's like Dirty Heads gave us proof that it can happen. Yeah, we want to do the same thing. You know, like like who doesn't? Yep. And so it's like it's been awesome for us. Like you guys have been fucking great towards us. Through, like since we were fucking seventeen. But like just seeing like where you guys are at now, it's been kind of inspiring to be like, if you do something different, that's not like the other bands, you can still fucking you know, you can be the top person in that yeah. field. Well, so.
1: thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I, and I feel like you have to do something different. If you try to be like every other band, yes, you might have minimal success and be able to go tour and whatnot, but you're never going to reach the level that you're looking for unless you try something different and try to be yourself, you know? And honestly, that's why I think we always gravitated towards you guys. When you were young, we liked your guys' music. Um, and you guys are all nice guys. You're easy to tour with. Um, that stuff goes a long ways you know when you're planning out a tour you're thinking like okay well who do i want to really like hang out with for the next 2 months you know that also goes into it you know yes what do they draw do we enjoy their music and then do we enjoy them you know Dude, i mean that's yeah, everything so is like
3: that like that's what we learned was just like be cool treat people normally like don't go up to people like bands like if you want to be like that band you want to be that band size don't, like, fucking freak out and be like, oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, just be your fucking self. Give them space. Don't, like, crowd them too much. Like, let them, like, make it comfortable. Like, just, like, you're, yeah. you're friends. You're thankful to be on it. Don't be, like, overly fucking weird. But, like, yeah, that's everyone's how. Everyone's
1: there to just do their thing. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> like, we did that tour with you guys. That's how we met Pepper. Because Pepper was direct support for you guys. And then yep. meeting Pepper, we got cool with them. And, like, you saw Like, we were hanging out with you every day. And then we got signed to law. And then through La, we meet, you know, all these other bands, and like opening up for you guys, we had met Iration. Now we spent most of last year and the end of the year before that on tour with Iration, doing massive yep. fucking, you know, amphitheaters. And it's like it all comes back to like just getting the opportunity, and then being fucking being yourself, being cool, and like meeting them. And like if you if you guys click, then you click, and then that's how you get like every tour we get is just because our personal relationships with those bands. It's totally. not really other people reaching out for us, you know?
1: Yeah. So if you're listening out there, that's a lesson right there, man. You never know who who you're talking to or, you know, who you meet that and, and, you know, what that relationship could lead to for you. I'm not saying go out there and try and use people. I'm just saying be cool to people. You know, if you meet someone, be nice to them, be cool. And then you never know where that relationship could lead. It could lead to years of touring, you know? And also you can
3: ruin that. Like if you guys weren't you guys and we didn't know you guys and, Shit, like if we had that incident where we brought one of our friends in and they leave in a fucking ambulance and it just looks bad on everybody, that could be yeah. something that every other band in the scene then knows from then on out, out. They say, "Oh, what's it like touring with Catastrophe?" It's like they're a fucking mess. They're drunk every night. They brought their, their friends, friends. They left assholes. in fucking ambulances. Like we would have been fucking like blacklisted from. Like we wouldn't have had any any fucking shows.
1: You know, dude, you're one hundred percent right. You're one hundred percent right on that. Well shit, dude! Thank you guys so much for jumping on here. Um I, I wish, I, I, what I really want is you guys to come into the, uh, into the bunker here and do a show one day. But this was great. Thank you guys so much for taking the time.
0: Yeah, man, dude. dude thank you. Th- Thanks for having us on, bro.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, before we jump, like, you want to let people know, like, where they could find you guys at on socials or anything you guys want to plug?
0: Yeah. So um, at catastro, and that's spelled with a K. Uh, that's for everything. Instagram, all that shit, Twitter. Um, but Ryan and I both started a we we started a podcast. It's called The Camp Podcast. But that and that's also with the K. So yeah, check out the podcast, check out Catastro, um Check out Scarlet Begonias or Yeah, we, our we dropped yeah, our new our new cover just, single of Scarlet Begonias just dropped today. So
1: Hell yeah. And I'll put links for all that stuff, uh you Epic. know when we post this, but Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much. Hell oh, yeah, man. Tell your yeah. brother
3: we say hi, too. I, I was sad that he wasn't going to be on this because I haven't heard or seen him in forever.
1: Oh, I will for sure. I talked to him right before it. He's at the barber shop working.
3: Oh, nice. Right on, man. Take care of yourself.
1: Right on, man. You guys, too. Thanks
2: again. Fucking crazy. Yeah. A little weirdness in there. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy about the dudes and the COVID and the holy shit. <laughs> but any old way, we promised you a Q&A. And I mean, shit, we did put a post on Instagram asking for the Qs, yep. so we got to do the A's. So uh, drop that funky fucking Q&A song. Questions, woo hoo ask us any question
1: you want. All right,
2: Repo C Oh, God damn it. Repo-O-C-Signed. What's that say, Joey? Oh, oh, for good Lord's sakes. Let me see this whole
1: dude. a tough guy right there. What is that? How do you say that? Right?
2: Yeah, dude, weird ass picture too. Repo something sinned. Okay, yeah. who? Reap, repo repo OC sinned, sinned. I'm, I'm guessing there is you what go. this is. I think um, you did
1: it. What would you guys say to someone to calm them down before freaking out after taking too big of a dab or eating a strong edible? Asking for a friend. Oh, bro. First
2: of all, dude, good question. And and second of all, good job taking a a fat dab. Dude, good good job dabbing. And here's the weird thing. If your friend is experiencing that now and you're not going to hear this episode until Wednesday, how does that help your friend, dude? Anywho, Mm. I would just fucking say, I don't know what, if your friend is baked out of their mind and they're tripping, that's what she's saying, how do you just calm them down? She's
1: saying, I think I'd say, and this happened to me one time, I was freaking out, and my friend, I'll never forget, he said, take another one, it'll (laughs) even you
2: out. And I did, and it did. Dude, fucking legend, bro! (laughs) Yeah, that's good advice right there. I'd that say that is that is. Um, oh,
1: Curve Surfboards has a question oh, here. Oh, Curfer. look at they made this uh, awesome surfboard that is right behind me. Yep, I'm trying to point at it, but <laughs> it's weird in the camera because it's backwards. Um, he says, "What would the world be like if Kanye was our president?"
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know how to. Even it would be a wild, that. wild place. Yeah, it would be. We- I mean, I, I don't know if it'd be any different. Yeah, that's I mean, not even me a saying wild anything place. about any. It's just it doesn't seem you know the world just does what the world's gonna fucking do. The president's there and they do what they're trying to do, but the world. Just, I mean, I
1: feel like we've had some presidents that are know a it would more out anymore. of their mind than he is. Yeah, either, you know, dude. It's so like
2: whatever. Probably the same.
1: Oh, Disney blonde five one six. And sorry, right. I'm going through these somewhat quick today. Um, <laughs> weird. She says salt on watermelon. Yes, oh. please. P.S. Love the show. Salt on a watermelon?
2: It's, I don't
1: know. It's not. I don't, I've never tried it because
2: it's not a thing. And it's one of these types of questions. Yeah. Like, oh, we love you and thanks for the question, but here it comes, everybody. Who cares? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Because <laughs> <Who cares? laughs> no one's out there caring. Yeah. Kelster. But thank you for the question. Love you. Kelster wants to know,
1: favorite dog breed and why? We just got a chocolate lab and named him Gus. Um, first off, all fucking dogs. I know. It's like, hard to choose. I haven't met one that I don't like. How
2: funny that we treat this question with full respect, and I just took a sh- shit on the Disney person. All right. <laughs> unfair, but I'm trying to um, You know what? Um, like I said, this all dogs are That's
1: amazing, right. um, but personally, I... I just love, it's funny because this goes back to the nickname. I just love a good old fashioned mutt. Give me a mutt. Less uh, health and problems. Way less health problems. <laughs> and, too. uh, and they're just,
2: I don't know. It is what it is. Like it's just, they're, they then they're their own kind of breed. They're and their I, own thing. You know, here's the thing with a dog too. No matter what dog, like if it stumbles into your life, no matter how it looks, even if you're like, that's not the type of dog I would have chose, dude, if, it, if, 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 it just you just fall in love you with that love dog, with the and then dog. that's the best dog that's ever been in your yeah, life. Yeah,
1: it's it's totally true,
2: one hundred percent true. So there, we did nothing for you. We rambled incessantly, and then did not answer. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. This guy's name is Mister Underscore
1: Pumptastic, and <laughs> I can see in his little picture that is next to his name that he's like super buff, and his name is Mister Pumptastic. <laughs> that
2: right. is actually. Fucking I'll amazing! Call you that forever. <laughs> if I see you, Mr. Fantastic, thank uh, you,
1: sir. And his question is kind of amazing. Would you rather fight a hundred horses the size of ducks or one duck the size of a horse?
2: What the fuck, dude? A hundred oh. uh, little horses or a fucking horse duck? Yeah. Jesus, I don't know. I was thinking horse duck because it's only. But then I'm thinking, dude, how do you even approach that? Well, let's a duck be honest, dude. Big? A duck,
1: even just a small duck, if that's pissed off. If it's running They're at you, <clears throat> yeah. you're like, whoa, I'm fucking sorry. Like, they and they the kind of, of the fly. Bell? They fly and stuff. Like, really I don't bad. want a thing the size of a horse. No, not a little bit. Ducks fucking fly. Oh, yeah, they totally fly. Yeah, what and, am I uh, about? Yeah. and uh, <laughs> they fly. Think about something the size of a horse.
2: It has to be with the little a huge beak flying. No, and no, no I'm over, good, yeah. dude. So it's got to be the little horses. It have to be the little horses. I would I think. just fucking punt all those. Little I would just go, go on ha! a kick
1: parade. Yeah, yeah. grab. I put things on and a cool gagam, fucking Doc Martens and just at go at it. Yeah, yeah. Dude,
2: fuck those little horses, dude. They're little I don't stupid, even, stupid mini horses. Break their little horse legs. Yeah, they'd be dude. adorable. would be a, that'd be adorable I want to fight all those little horses now. Um. God, I'm so big. Bing-a-da-bam.
1: Bing-a-da-bam for both of you. What's your favorite? Firework? Oh, the kind that land right on
2: your head. Oh, dude. Uh, it's the one that goes, sh- sh- Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> the one that goes, shh. Oh, oh, God. for
1: Pete's sakes. Oh, We've heard the debate about pineapple and pizza. Yes, we fucking oh, have. Oh, God, uh, damn do you it. have better we? Better question: Do you dip
2: your in ranch? Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a ranch dipper. Okay. Oh, how first of all, how dare you act like that's a better question? Yeah, that's the same. Even dumb. or worse than the question that you made fun of at the top. And uh, did I mention we love you? And wait a minute, I have something under my chair. Let me grab under there, and it's a big who cares <laughs> hey. uh, oh wow same guy asked another
1: question oh his name is if you guys want to ridicule him it's a uh, PE <laughs> underscore Lynch 14 um, he says what movie slash TV show car would most would you want most want to drive that's all right that's a, a cool. good question okay, I'll give fair. you that you're back uh i don't know maybe um, the fucking jetson mobile so i can fly
2: around the who cares express I, I don't know air fucking wolf is that a thing who cares oh god no batmobile for sure I, I would want the Batmobile that Christian that that uh you know it was it uh let me think it was Dark Knight yeah the one in the Dark Knight when he's doing the whole Joker thing in the streets and he goes up the wall hang, 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 spins around drives at the Joker pusses out pulls away when he should have ran him over that one um let's see here so Cass Ray twenty one.
1: Says, Daddy, what's the meaning behind the Dirty Head song, Chelsea? That's a good question. Oh it's a dark God. one. Dude, it's a deep that's one. That's an
2: actual heavy um, It's
1: actually really sad. So yeah. I had a girlfriend in high school, and she was dry, in a car with two of her friends who, at the time, two of my close friends were dating those two girls. So it was you know my girlfriend and two of our, my friend's girlfriends. And one of the other girls um, was also a friend of ours' little sister, so it was very just these girls were close in our in our friends and just our whole group and our school, everything. It was a big thing. And uh they, they got hit a drunk driver hit them and killed all three of them. It was really terrible. It was
2: absolutely insane. It was yeah. fucking
1: crazy and terrible. And it's yeah, it was just a wild, wild situation that's fucking terrible. So don't drink and drive, motherfuckers. Call an Uber. That's right. Um Let's see here. Or
2: lift. I'm not. Yeah. Your mom. Yeah, you know. Shit. I don't know, man. Where do we go from there? I know. I Look, think was, man, And there was great question, but they probably were like, "Hey, this is kind of like a heavy yeah, song. Yeah. It's very heavy. It's I, I know now. I'm like thinking about it. I'm yeah. Like, Shit. I know we that were was very terrible. Close to their mom and her oh, brother. Oh, it, yeah. it was crazy.
1: It was crazy. It was like it took our whole community, shocked yeah. the community for like a long time. It was crazy. All right, we'll do one more
2: and we'll lighten it back up. Yeah,
1: will you trade me a black and white Bo Jackson trading card for your lobster tour poster?
2: Oh, well dude, that's just like potentially a cool ass. Is carry- it signed?
1: And what? is it the Bo Breaker where, you know, oh no, cuz the Bo Breaker wasn't the black and white. I think the black and white was the one where he had the arms up over the back right his head.
2: I don't know. You don't know, know what? Daddy, you, uh, you, can, you you send ponder. me you send me a photo of said card yeah and we'll start combo my friend we'll do a little bit more cause yeah we got it. we got we have to end we got it. I am so hungry note. and so tired oh we are but dude one more come on there's gotta be someone asking an insane question you're gonna end oh, on you the want, bow breaker you and potentially making a trade with someone wait you didn't answer my question there's no time
1: would you ever, oh, Michelle Nechetsky, oh, we've heard from her oh, okay. before. Would Nechetsky. you ever consider holding a contest to have a fan listener be a
2: guest for an episode on the podcast? Gold medalist Nechetsky. I see what you're doing here. You're trying to create an avenue to get on set, and uh, I don't know. What was the question again? She wants to do a contest to have she someone She said, come would in. we ever
1: do a contest to have a guest listener come on the show?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> I was no. going to say sure, but oh, okay. Jake well, is not sure. having it. No, I don't know. I'm just being a fucking. Look, what, look I don't know. You look. want that? That's what you want? Listeners, is that what you want? Let us know, because they're going to go. I want to be on the show. Well, but you better I mean, bring the
1: heat. You know, it could be a roast. We nah. could do it. You know, I, we'll do it on a, like a live one at a venue somewhere.
2: Oh, we've done that. Yeah, when we for do sure. the live shows, we brought them up. Together, we, we, we bring, bring them up. up. <laughs> I'm you know not what? against
1: it. I just don't know how it would go down. I can't bring you to the secret private lair.
2: I can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah. So it's a weird thing. But here's the thing: Duddy and I used to go live quite a bit. We haven't done it in a while. I don't even know why. And we love doing it. And when we go live, we always bring on listeners and they and they chat with us. So in a way, we already do it. Bringing someone here? I don't know, man. Secret locale. Bat cave shit. So that's the show, Yay! everybody. You got it. Duddy, anything to say on the way out? I'm tired. I'm so tired and so hungry, dude. We love you all. But honestly, I do want to shout this out really quick if you're still
1: listening. uh, Right this whole month, right now, every single thing, no code needed, is 30% off at CutlassBrand.com. The whole site. So get on over. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.